Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode five of the hashtag Open to Work Journeys podcast. I'm Robert, your host and fellow traveler through the journey of fulfillment we call life. I'm excited to bring you our second edition of Connecting Journeys, where we begin to explore the fascinating everyday stories that can be found in all of us. The people you'll be hearing over the coming weeks were handpicked by me for a particular reason. They are all folks that provide one or more of the four most important pieces to our rocket fuel formula free of charge, inspiration, motivation, validation, and encouragement. But before we get to today's guest, it's time to play catch up with my journey. My hashtag open to work professional journey soldiers on. I continue to apply, interview, network, apply some more, shake off the nose, apply even more, and then give myself a hard cutoff before I move on to other things. Why? Because while my profession matters, it doesn't mean a thing if it's at the expense of life. Here in Michigan, it's getting to be my favorite time of year, the introduction of fall and the holiday seasons. The weather is still dry and warm most days, which means there's still ample time for swimming, hiking, exploring, cookouts, and the fellowship that comes with it if you choose. To be clear as crystal, hashtag open to work is not just about seeking professional and financial gains, but how we approach the evolution of us through seasons of change. But if I could get off my positivity platform for a moment, you know what really grinds my gears? Employers, I get that you wanna find the absolute best value-added candidates to fill the opportunities available within your organizations. But does the process really need to take six weeks or longer to make a decision from the point of a face-to-face -face interview with the hiring manager? Technology has us connected and convenienced like never before. So I understand how daunting it can be to feel as though you've made the right selection. I also understand sometimes, especially in bigger organizations, that there are circumstances beyond your control preventing more swift movement. But put yourself in the shoes of the candidate. While some may be coming to you already gainfully employed and can likely remain patient, folks like me that have been hashtag open to work for months really hope and wish that things could all be settled up, good, bad, or otherwise, within about two weeks, maybe four, if there's gonna be an offer provided. Now I recognize that's a big ask, but in my previous roles as a hiring manager, I rarely allowed an open requisition to idle once I recognized I had qualified candidates. It's not just about you. It's about the people on the other side of the process who may have an intense interest or investment in your company and just wanna know if they should shift their eye of Sauron elsewhere. Thank you for coming to my Rob Talk. Here's a little something for listeners, especially those with the benefit of added time while on your own hashtag open to work journeys. Google provides fully remote work at your own pace courses to obtain certificates in data analytics, IT support, and project management. And here in my neck of the woods, Delta College allows you to sign up to take them for free. My guess is if you're listening elsewhere, you can take advantage just like I am or find a local educational institution that offers it as well because the credits can also earn you progress toward degree programs. How great is that? Free, continuous improvement from one of the biggest tech giants in the world. Now, I have a little favor to ask. If you're enjoying this journey with me, if you wanna show your support, please hit that like button, drop a comment, subscribe, and share this podcast with your network. And hey, if you're interested in being a guest on Open to Work Journeys, let's connect. Your story could inspire countless others like me. Today, I hope you'll enjoy as we talk to Prince Jenkins, a barber with quite the story of struggle, heartbreak, and succeeding at rising above it all. 
We only scratched the surface of the journey that got him to where he is today as the owner of Universal Cuts and Styles Barbershop in Freeland, Michigan. Take a listen, and if you are geeked to learn more, go see him. You won't be disappointed. I do want to apologize for the sound and editing issues this week, however. When I went to meet up with Prince, it was actually my first time going on location with my equipment. There was still a lot of working out the kinks to deal with, and you'll likely hear some of it along the way. Thank you for your patience. But before I shift gears to the interview with Prince, let me leave you with one nugget of wisdom. Our greatest weapon against stress, anxiety, anger, or any negative emotion or output is choice. One thought over the other. Simple as that. Recognize it, own it, and then you can overcome it. Stay tuned. Up next, we have a fun discussion of top career choices with another member of Team Haller. Then it's on to Prince the Barber. Haller, if you hear me. Okay, everybody. We're here with our little interstitial segment this week we're doing another edition of the mount rushmore of everything fun little conversational game we come up with a topic and say what's the mount rushmore of this for today's edition what we have come up with is a little bit of a switch we're not on the hashtag open to work journey now we're on the hashtag open to wizard journey because we're going to be doing the mount rushmore of wizarding careers. Now, specifically, we will be using the inspiration of the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Joining me today is my daughter, Ainsley, otherwise known as AI, AI Slayer, a number of other things. She is with us today. Say hello, Ainsley. Hello. We will let our guest of the week kick it off first. What is your first Mount Rushmore wizarding career from the wizarding world of Harry Potter? I put Dragon Keeper because I feel like dragons would be fun to take care of and ride. Very interesting choice. Dragon Rider sounds super fun. I just hope there's a very good insurance policy. My first choice is a broom manufacturer. It's like a sneaker. You know, you can you can only do so much with the sneaker. There's never going to be something that's going to fully replace the sneaker, right? It's a very safe, solid industry. It'd be cool to be able to test out the newest tech. And maybe you might even be able to meet some famous Quidditch players. With that, I'll throw it back over to Ainsley. What's your second selection? My second selection is head of the Muggleborn Registration Commission for the Ministry of Magic, which, if you don't know, it's what Umbridge took on in the seventh movie. And I would do it because I could just, like, let them all go. Now, here's where I'll do a quick digression to say that uh, the reason why Ainsley is joining me today is the two of us have read through all of the books in the series together and watched all of the movies together as she has grown. And while interest and likes come and go and, and, and we don't necessarily, you know, talk the Harry Potter talk as much these days, you can at least look at us like subject matter experts. Now, with that said, I will put out my next selection, which is Professor Positives free room and board. You have an upward trajectory, right? You can work up through the system and potentially become, you know, a, a head of a house or uh, eventually a headmaster. And you get summers off, or at least what they call summer break, wherever the, the particular school might be. Back over to you, Ainsley, for your number three. My third selection would either be like a breeder or a magizoologist because I like animals in general and magical animals sound even more fun. My third selection, I made a reference earlier, so it should be no surprise, uh, that of a 
Quidditch player. In the world of Wizards, this is like being a pro athlete, an NBA, NFL player, you know, of whatever caliber. A lot of kids and adults still wish or dream for, for that opportunity. Back over to you, Ainsley. What is your final head on Mount Rushmore? My final one would be a owl trainer, or what they call owlet trainer. And owls are like pretty cool animals, in my opinion. So I think while training them, I'd get to learn so much more about that. Good selection. Again, going back to the the animal side of things, I certainly see the appeal. My final selection is a bit of an oddity: a member of the Muggle-worthy Excuse Committee in the Ministry of Magic. Now, you might be wondering, what is that muggle-worthy excuse committee? They are the ones that are responsible for creating the lies that the wizarding world tells the non-wizarding world whenever they are witness to an event that they otherwise would not have an explanation for. So it's a unique thing where basically you just, your job is to be a really good liar. Otherwise, you also have to be very familiar with muggle technology in order to be able to craft these explanations for what happened in front of them. And it also creates a great creative outlet. So that is my final selection. Again, just to Summarize, Ainsley, what are your four one more time? My first one was Dragon Keeper. My second one was Head of the Muggleborn Registration Commission. Third was Breeder of Magical Creatures. And fourth was Owl. Thank you so much again for joining. I will quickly summarize mine as well. Broom Manufacturer, Professor, Quidditch Player, and Muggle-Worthy Excuse Committee. So that'll wrap up the, uh, yet another edition of the Mount Rushmore of everything. Thank you for joining us for the Mount Rushmore of Wizarding Careers. We will take you out of the hashtag Open to Wizard World and return you now to the hashtag Open to Work World. Haller, if you hear me. Good evening, everybody. And good evening to our guest this week on the podcast, Prince Jenkins. Prince, thanks for cleaning me up, and thank you for joining us on the hashtag Open to Work journey. Thank you. Prince owns and operates Universal Cuts and Styles Barbershop alongside his son in Freeland, Michigan. I first became aware of the barbershop at the beginning of this year through Facebook. I've been on a bit of a quest for a place to hit that sweet spot of comfortability and satisfied results. A barber raconteur mixed with a tonsorial virtuoso, if you will. Something oddly compelled me to want to check this place out, not just anticipating a great cut, but also a feeling like this man had a story to tell. After my job was eliminated in February, I didn't place much emphasis on keeping routine with hair management until it came time to start winning people over in face-to-face -face interviews. Once it did, I turned to Prince. Wouldn't you know it, I was right on both fronts. Enough introduction from me. Let's hear from my guest, Prince Jenkins. So, what got you here? Tell me about your journey up till now. Can't say barbering was my first option. Journeys into different careers led me to find myself and what I was good at. I found myself wanting to cut hair. So when you came to that conclusion, Prince, just maybe quickly walk me through what goes from I want to be a barber to I'm barbering. Just trying different things. You start a business and things don't go the way you plan them to go or then you find out it's something that you don't like doing and so I was just trying different things and including COVID you get time to think and I realized like I need to go back to cutting hair that's what I love and not to mention like I knew me going into barbering I was gonna drag my son along with me because he got into it shortly after. An interesting aspect to what I've come to learn about you, if you don't mind me uh, bringing it up, at one point you had a, a restaurant? Yep. Yes? Yes. 
I have a weird two degrees of separation from having technically owned and run a restaurant, but I did more work in my first job working at a hotel as a busboy and dishwasher than I did ever did for the restaurant I technically owned. What was that experience like for you? What were some of the biggest lessons, takeaways? What was the most uh, gratifying parts of the experience? I love people enjoying the food. I love seeing people enjoy the food. What I didn't like is you have to be hands-on with your business. And with the restaurant business, I wasn't, it's not something I loved. It's not something I like doing. I just did it because I wanted to make the money and see people happy with getting the food they wanted. I learned that, you know, over some time, like if you're gonna do something, you wanna do something that you love and that you have the passion for. It was a lot harder for me. I, I like the fact that I, you know, I tried it. If it works, good deal. If not, no big deal. The word just that just resounded within me is purpose we're all just out there searching what we're here to do. Yep. What is it all meant for? You touched on it a little bit before, you know, whether it's COVID or otherwise. What finally lit that light bulb above your head and said, universal cuts and styles in Freeland, Michigan? For me, it's crazy that you asked that because whenever it's something that comes to me like that, I don't know what it is. Like I wake up, my first 20 minutes of waking up every morning, I, I just, I lay there and I just think. Thoughts are purest. I woke up and I was just laying there thinking, and but it just, something just, you need to open a barbershop. I get it, man. It's, you know, some people may refer to it as different things, right? And that's I, happened to me every time. Yeah. Giving you that little nudge into the course correct category. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. In my life right now, there's this subsect of me that is just all about providing and figuring out what's next and mm -hmm. getting this solved. But it's also full of opportunity to really make the most of this time and not look back and regret. Mm -hmm. You see so many posts by people 40 years from now, who's going going to care that you put in those eight hours of, of overtime every weekend, probably your kids. No doubt. Through all of this, you've mentioned family. You've got your son by your side at your barber shop. I know you are quite proud of your wife. Is there any part of your story, your journey in there that you want to share? I grew up with both parents in my home. I got a brother, a sister that I grew up with. We had parent structure in our home. We seen a lot of stuff. We were around a lot of stuff. You know, we grew up in a pretty rough lifestyle. After I was probably about 11, 12 years old, that's when the parenting kind of stopped. Mm -hmm. I was able to just do what the hell I wanted to do. And from there, in and out of juvenile home, to the point where I was probably about 15 the courts basically said that I was like out of control so they took us from our parents and put us in boys homes we stayed there you know pretty much for the rest of our um, remainder of our our youth did I learn a lot I sure did and from there I was wasn't an adult but I was a young adult so now definitely was involved with the streets heavy was pretty much in my early 20s still was kind of rocky started having kids and then that's when I was just like something's got to change I, I was still on the rocks you know what I mean with everything Thing. I had a son that passed away and it's kind of where things really took a big turn for me in my life. He was born, he was uh, born in the Grand Rapids, his name was Princeton. He, he was about he was about five and a half months old, six months old before he passed. He was from SIDS, uh, sudden infant death. At the time I had never heard of it and so yeah that would just took me into a dark hole. It made me sit down and question a lot of things. I ended up knowing I needed to be surrounded by positive people at that time. I had a close friend of mine who was a barber. would go and talk to him at the times of you know my you know just 
dealing with what I was going through and I'd just go be around him. And we had talked, his name was Dan, Dan from Saginaw, Michigan, over at Reflections. Shouts out to Dan, man. And he just kept encouraging me. He was like, bro, you need to go to barber school. You already know how to cut hair. You, you'll learn more, you know, just go get your barber license. I just was like, man, I'm not driving to Flint every day. And he just kept talking me into it. I just knew I needed to do something because I wasn't in the right state of mind. And being around the wrong person would have caused me to go down a different path at that time. Dan being who he was and, and, and influencing me to go. Ended up doing it, going, went to the barber school. They embraced me. They were the best co barber college. They, it was it was great. It pushed me to be a better person. And just so many other lights clicked on in my life, in my head, for the first time. For real, for real. I need to get out these streets. Uh, <laughs> so I just was like, you know what? You know, I'm just gonna take it to another level. And then from there on out, I just went to into barbering. Went to, went to being a businessman, period. There it is right there. That's what got you here, Prince. No doubt. Thank you so much for sharing that part of your journey because it is something quite profound. We all have our previous chapters in our lives. They vary in, in brightness and darkness, right? No doubt. Yeah. And what's what's wonderful is you seemingly overcame a lot of dark early chapters and found the light ones exactly where they needed to be. Oh, on all the ones you're, re you're reading from here forward. That is probably a, a good place where we can bring our first segment to a close. Stay tuned, we will be back. But they really had came in the clutch. I know some kids wanna hurt themselves. Stop trying to take drugs, I refer to myself. Trying to better myself, trying to better my health. But all my life, all my life, they be trying to keep me down. This time, never thought I'd make it out. No, no. That brings us to where are we now, Prince? What does the concept of hashtag open to work mean to you in your life as a as a barber and beyond? How far are you willing to push yourself? How far are you willing to be open to learning new things in life? How open are you to finding out who you are and what you love doing in this world? Yeah, absolutely. And you found that love in cutting hair and, yep. and, and, and being a barber. Well, let's get it a little bit up to present day. When did the doors open on Universal Cuts and Styles? January 6, 2023. Okay, yeah. So I must have uh, been right there catching on some of your early social media posts. Yep. Uh, a good bit of traffic with the younger crowd. Mm -hmm. So that's doing pretty well for yourself. But overall, how, how has the experience been with setting up shop in Freeland, which is a you know smaller community? Before I opened... I had to think about where I was going to open. I wasn't for sure, so I started doing research, changing my life, and being around different people. Even met with business, because I've had a shop before, and it was in an area where just wasn't nothing going on. Everybody from the streets came in my shop. Everybody from where I grew up at, it wasn't a good atmosphere. So I, I wanted to be in a place where I feel like I could grow. I can talk to people that have positive things going on in their life, have some direction, and want to see me grow as a, as a businessman and as a barbershop, you know what I mean? When I came to Freeland, it, I was kind of hesitant about it because it's it's a new community here. This used to be farmland, but now it's growing. And I just felt I just felt like this Freeland would be a good place just because of the, the growth that's going on here and the diversity of, and not, not so much of race, 
with the diversity of people from different places and different careers here with Dow, a lot of business owners here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The diversification of what feeds into this community to yes. help it grow, yes. I think is where you're going yeah. at, right? Yeah. And as someone that born and raised in this area, yeah, it was always just like a blink and you miss it Bingo. place on the way to Saginaw. Yep. And now it's not, it's something no. more than that. And you are certainly a part of that. What have you been doing to make yourself a part of the community? I lived here for a few years before I decided to open this barbershop. We bought a house here. We have a place in upstate New York. We go back and forth. Then, you know, when I opened up, I opened myself up to being more social with everybody. You know, you got to interact with your clients. You know what I mean? I didn't think about it until I opened up. You know, I introduced myself. I want to know who they are. So I where do you work and what do you do for a living? And get basic questions for them, from them and they do the same back. Doors just open up for us communication with me and this, this whole city. I've become more social with a lot of people here. In eight months, it'd be fair to say that this whole city knows me now versus the three or four years I lived here and they didn't even know me. They might have seen me in the grocery store, passed me at the light or the ice cream spot or something and that was it. Now I go somewhere and store or wherever it is. Hey, friends, how you doing? You know, and kids, how you doing? You know, so I had to open up and be more social with everybody. I dealt with a lot of racial issues in my life that's brought me to be just standoffish and quiet because I don't know who is who's not since i become you know in the barbershop and man just talking to so many people doors just open don't judge other people like you don't want to be judged you mentioned the social aspect to it all that's almost a part of the service you provide at the barbershop as well yes sir but when i talk about socially we we got to talk about you know social networking in this day and age and that is something you certainly stay uh rather active in and i feel as though you do a good job of promoting other aspects of the community good to you for finding a way to, to integrate yourself i'm the kind of guy i move into my neighborhood i wave at every neighbor but i might live there 30 years and keep to yourself never yeah you know it just feel like small towns provide a little bit different feeling so i get it i grew up in a small town much like freelance where everybody knows everybody this is i will say this man it's definitely different for me here just for the simple fact that so many people are supportive and trying to help one another here and they they support each other's businesses and the people i've been around and the people that i grew up around and even some family members non-supportive they don't want to see you grow they don't want to see you do good i've heard it all it's a new thing for me here yeah, seeing everybody it's... so I, i've never in my life seen so many supportive people in a community i would call that old school social networking Man. Another thing, a little feature I like to kind of throw in on this segment where we start talking about the here and now is focusing on all the good and positive that we have going on in the world today. Because if you go searching for it, boy howdy, you'll find lots of it. Prince, I picked a story that caught my attention. Might you have heard about the Eastern Michigan football player who gave his scholarship away to a walk-on so he wouldn't have to quit the team? No. No? That's all right. Here, I'll give you a, a little bit more background. Zach Conti, an offensive lineman at Eastern Michigan University, has been working multiple jobs in order to stay in school and play his beloved sport of football. He joined the team in 2019 and he's just done it just for his love and his passion working multiple jobs to keep himself supported but unfortunately that wasn't enough. He was even donating his plasma in order to be able to keep his dream alive. Tuition costs and, and other circumstances made it as though that dream could be in jeopardy. Dak was on the offensive line. One of his fellow offensive linemen, Brian Dooley, said that he looked at the amount of work that Connie was putting in both on and off the football field and it pushed him to work harder too. Ultimately, Dooley, who was a graduate student in his final year of eligibility, found out that Conti was contemplating quitting the team. He worked with the coaching team to give the remaining year of his full ride scholarship 
to Conti still continue his dream and they can maintain that solidarity of that offensive line. Just, wow, one of those kind of stories that giving back to people when they need it because you know it matters. Any thoughts on that story? It's rare that you hear that these days. The majority of this world is out for themselves, you know what I mean? Football team, college, means he was young. You don't hear that in the young people no more. That's a really good thing that a young man did that. Nowadays, you would probably see more of a kid saying, well, you know, I gotta, I gotta ride my scholarship out. You know what I mean? It sucks he couldn't make it. You know what I mean? We'll just replace him. Thought of a kid doing that, it was more than just giving that kid the rest of it. He was trying to keep his team together. He was trying to, yeah. that was team effort, man. It is something quite inspiring, and I felt it was worth highlighting this week on our segment of what's working. Kudos to Zach Conti on how hard you have worked for this dream and that you get to continue doing so and to Brian Dooley for what you did for the sake of someone that you never had to do that but you did anyway and sure. it just makes that world a little bit brighter Listen up, you can be anything in the world and God we trust, an architect, doctor, maybe an actress, but nothing comes easy, it takes much practice, like I met a woman who's becoming a star, she was very beautiful, leaving people in awe, singing songs, Lena Horn, but the younger version, hung with the wrong person, got a strong on that... All right, here we are in our final segment. Prince, where are you going? What's keeping you and Universal Cuts and Styles Barbershop moving forward. Where am I going as to the top? My son's here. I have another son who was 15, Elijah. Would love for him to come on board when he gets of age and then have my sons in here carrying on the years of barbering to have this shop, you know, 30, 40 years from now, you know, and see it grow and, and give a lot of these kids in this, in this town or a lot of people in this town haircuts that they've never had seen before or only seen on social media. And, and never had got these type of cuts before. Want to let it, you know, keep, let it grow. I have a lot of square footage in this place. I got other plans inside here to bring other types of revenue in. It's, it's going to be a sports theme in here. I want to take that to the next level and get people in here and let them have, feel this atmosphere. You know what I mean? What I hear when you're saying that is it's all about establishing legacy. Yeah. Yeah. I am certainly excited to see that legacy grow. I've been very thankful and appreciative of getting to know you, benefiting from those cuts, benefiting from the experiences that come with those cuts. I certainly hope to see nothing but the best for you Thank in the you. future as we all go ahead on this journey forward. In our final segment, we provide something additional for our audience to take away with them. Prince hit me with a very thought-provoking suggestion, and I'm quite happy to share it along today. Someone that pursued their passion. Prince, what was your recommendation for First and foremost, you want to find out what you love doing. Find out who you are first, then find out what you love doing and take that. Follow other, uh, if you, like, you know, prime example, if you want to be a barber, follow other barbers on TikTok, YouTube, do your research. You can you, now Google, you can just Google what it takes to be a barber, where you got to go, how old you got to be, requirements you need to get your barber license. There's so much more information out there now because of social media and the internet that it's definitely given a lot more of a platform for people to stand on. I feel 
like there's no excuse anymore. What I really enjoyed about where you were going with the suggestion when we were in conversation, you know, off microphone, it's a concept I've taken from some professional realms that, that kind of goes along the lines of rule your technology and don't let it rule you. For sure. Social media, you can just consume that all day long. It can be empty calories. You can just consume it like potato chips. Yep. Or you can go in strategically and you can consume it like carrots, broccoli, apples, bananas. True. And you're getting the nutrients and it's building you up towards something greater. Some people have those dreams. Some people have those desires and they just face this mounting level of anxiety of where do I even go with this? Life hasn't necessarily handed me all of the answers. But guess what? Society has in social media if you just know where to start looking. Sorry if I took it and ran away with it a little nope, too much, but I, I feel like you, you really hit the spot on something. There's so many niche facets to social media. Go for it. Finally, I like to finish with a quote. Might you have a quote to live by, sir? Nothing worthwhile comes without a sacrifice. Outstanding. Thank you again so much, Prince. Your journey has provided so much value to your community and beyond. Thanks for listening. Please like, comment, subscribe on your favorite podcast service and share socially. And if you ever want to reach out to the podcast, you can email me at hallerifyouhearme at gmail.com. Please, by all means, also look up Prince Jenkins and Universal Cuts and Styles Barbershop on Facebook and online. And don't be afraid to come out for a haircut if you're in the greater Michigan Tri-City area. For Prince, I'm Robert, saying, Haller if you... Open eye, reemerge from the side like a god. I'm talking real quiet.